Welcome to this week's live Wednesday webinar, where we're looking at how making a will can save you inheritance tax uh, and, and capital gains tax uh, for you, for your family and for your business. Uh, so welcome to all our uh, clients and people for, that are living and working abroad. Uh, we're looking at this from the perspective of UK expats living and working abroad. If they're working in a, a country like Cyprus, which is based upon English law, Malta, Gibraltar, even, even USA to a degree, uh, Australia, New Zealand, um, these countries have all got sort of similar uh, ways and means. Some of the things that we're talking about under European law uh, might not be as, as, as flexible, but each country's tax arrangements are slightly different. So we need to look at that in, in perspective. But one thing without a doubt is that making a will uh, can save inheritance tax at 40% or more and save capital gains tax um, and save a lot of it time, effort and expense for a family. Um, where this all started for me was that uh, when I was a lad, when I was very young, um, you know, under 10, I would go around with my father and collect rents for the properties that the family owned. Uh, this came from a, a family business and, and the, the core of the family business was actually a, a very old uh, stagecoach halfway house. This was on a, a hill that is known, known locally as Mutton Hill. Um, Mutton is... Uh, derived from French, whereas sheep is derived from Germanic, Scandinavian, the Danish version of, uh, for sheep. And it was a hill in the countryside that, that would have done that. But at this point, this ridge was the, the road and the halfway point between Nottingham and Mansfield on, on the edge of Sherwood Forest. And it was also known as Robin Hood Hills. So we've got a lot of history around this. And... Um, it had been a, an old stagecoach in. So as a, a child, I would go to this uh, family home, uh, which it was no longer trading as a business, with the cobbled uh, yard and the stables and two or three houses all together in one complex, uh, which was the, the basis of the old inn. We could go down into the, into the cellars where... Uh, the sandstone cellars were carved out to store food and meat for for the hostel hostelry that was in the, in this old stagecoach inn all those years ago. So it's quite a, an interesting place, and there were some very old uh, antiques that we remember from there, which was all very good until uh, everybody died. Um, unfortunately. Um, my father and his uh, parents, his in-laws, died all very, very relatively soon. And there wasn't a proper will left. So this uh, magnificent old house uh, was um, uh, managed by the lawyers, by the local authorities, by the council, by the neighbours on the neighbouring property. And the whole thing got knocked down. So 16th, 17th century building just got knocked down to clear the way for the local authority to build a road and take the corner off the slice of land. Uh, 
30 years later, that's still not done. The uh, next door neighbour just used the plot of land to store the logs for his his, uh, uh, wood fire business. And he still does that today. And uh, uh, the the beneficiaries of that estate, uh, all the properties were sold that were rented out previously, or that the the house was, um, the the stagecoach in was all collapsed. And and the product of all that is that the children who were the beneficiaries all got uh, 200 pounds when they were 18. Um, So that is a potential liability to your family property and your family's business uh, that not making a will can do. You can have a, a successful, thriving business. You can have property that works and it's all lost uh, in lawyers' fees, in legal fees, in tax fees. The politicians um, do what politicians do, not just today, but in the past as well. And it, what, what each individual family needs to do is protect their family, their property, their business, uh, because the one thing that we do know is we're going to die. So that that is the, how I got into the business, and that's what uh, we, why we we one of the reasons why we advise people from a, a tax and and making a will perspective uh, to to take care of, of your your circumstance. A married couple might say, "Well, it doesn't matter. I don't pay inheritance tax on first death because my allowance just passes to my spouse." True. They might also say in the UK that if I've got a joint uh, property uh, owned in, in common or, 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 or as joint tenants, that can vary. So that the pass, the property just passes to the beneficiary, to the spouse, um, or, or the bank account passes to the spouse, and there's a personal allowance as well. Um, so that works. So you don't get a problem on first death, but you accelerate then the problem for the second death. Uh, so the personal allowance can be used on your death, but it can't be used after your death other than the flat, the flat rate. So while it rolls up for a spouse uh, to, to give that over, you lose the opportunity to protect the family's investments and property and business uh, against those future eventualities. Um, you know, th- there are animals, and I don't know the right examples now, but, you know, you know, unfortunately, when a couple die after a long, happy life together, you know, the two of them could could die quite soon together or they could die a different uh, years apart. Even so, to leave one person to make all the plans after the loss of their, their long-term partner, it is an inconvenience. So why not plan now? ahead to avoid that pain and that that upset for for the family. Compounded, where if you've got a second marriage, you've got children from different marriages, all have got an entitlement. So under uh, law, inheritance rights passes through the bloodline um, automatically. So if there's no will, it passes to the bloodline. So the spouse can get a share, but not all of it. Blood children get it a share, stepchildren don't necessarily get a share if they're not a, a blood relative. So that can lead to confusion, disputes, delay, and, and loss for of beneficiaries. 
So if you've got a genuine care for your uh, children and your beneficiaries, you would make those clear. And the way to make them clear is to leave your last letter, your last will of what your wishes are uh, in your last letter, your last testament. And, and that then can come into law to allow you to uh, benefit the people that you want without them having to go through the emotional torment of, of agreeing and settling potential disputes uh, uh, going forward. Um, but it's more than that as well. You can also plan if there's a business, then the business might survive the husband and wife and the children might take it over. So you, you, know, you can see this quite often. I mean, JCB, Bamford, uh, Diggers in the UK is still essentially a, a family business. And not that the owner is, is still running it, but the children are involved in that. So to protect that, that company, those shares, they need to be t protected in, in some sort of foundation, some sort of trust. And again, those steps can be taken during your lifetime for sure but making a will if you can't make the decision before you die make the decision in the will and do that everything we're talking about here uh, as making making a will the will gives you the advantage to save the three hundred twenty-five thousand inheritance tax personal allowance and and get it away from the estate of the, of the beneficiary and in the control of the family for the next generation. Um, but gifts can be made during your lifetime, which are free of inheritance tax to family, to family. So forget about the small 3,000 here, 3,000 there. If you want to give up, up the property, you could give that away free of in, uh, capital gains tax or free of uh, inheritance tax to the right connected family member. Um, so that, that, that's something else to do. The, the other potential point is if you've got a business that's operating, if the director or the shareholder dies, um, in a worst case scenario, you've got where the, um, the company has to appoint an administrator, a third party, a stranger to control the assets of that business. In, in a worst case scenario, if there are loans and financing involved, it could actually mean, you know, a business will be liquidated in the same way that if there is an inheritance tax bill on an estate, that, that tax is due to be paid within nine months of death. Well, the average probate takes nine months, even with a will. So um, that often leads to a forced sale of property at a reduced value to pay the inheritance tax. But if that's been gifted away, if that's been managed, those provisions can be made or the inheritance tax can be uh, saved and, and put off to, to a future date. So these are all things to, to look at um, and, and to consider that the business could be closed and the property could be lost and you're, you're left with a, a log shack on the end of a, a windy hill. Uh, overlooking a fantastic golf course and a fantastic industrial estate um, and you've got £200 in your pocket or your children have. Um, <clears throat> you can use a will to make gifts to charity. Now, if you've got that additional money or you haven't got the beneficiaries and, and you want to choose an independent beneficiary, you can gift money to inheritance tax. So if you had 
100,000 that was going to be subject to inheritance tax on your death, you could simply choose that rather than pay the 40,000 inheritance tax, you could give that 100,000 to a charity and, and that would um, uh, then become uh, inheritance tax free. The charity would get 100,000 and, and you will have done some good there. So the, the, these are actions that you can take and reasons why you, you'd want to avoid those liabilities. But if you look at what expats can do, um, Cyprus has zero inheritance tax. Not, not no inheritance tax, it's zero inheritance tax. So you can gift to your family during your lifetime without capital gains, even on Cyprus property. So if you've got a Cyprus holiday home, you can gift that to your family member without um, uh, capital gains tax at 20%. You can also gift that Cyprus property to a family trust where the, the family are beneficiaries, and that will uh, uh, avoid capital gains tax as well. But even so, on death, there is zero inheritance tax at all to be paid. Uh, so that can be quite quite a good point to, to consider. Um, if you have a tax residence in Cyprus, it doesn't mean that your worldwide assets come under Cyprus, but under EU law, the country in which you're resident is the place where you need to do your worldwide will. So a, a Cyprus tax resident can then settle their estate under Cyprus law where there's no inheritance tax. Uh, so that your uh, investments um, <clears throat> uh, that, that are movable assets. So if you become an expat tax resident of Cyprus or, and you've got an investment portfolio of, of 2 million or 1 million or 500,000, uh, because you're a Cyprus tax resident that's settled under the Cyprus estate, then potentially there's no zero inheritance tax on that. Now you have to protect against the UK liability, but again, that's possible to do that with the administration you can set up to keep the family in control and avoid a UK assessment for 40% inheritance tax just by being a Cyprus tax resident. Downside of that, you've got to live in Cyprus and the Mediterranean. I'm looking out the window, West Coast, sunset will come this evening. It's all good, trust me. Um, so, uh, but there's also, because Cyprus is English law, you can use trusts in Cyprus, which don't pay any worldwide taxes. So a trust is a way for the family to have a joint ownership of the asset, uh, but it's got its own separate tax uh, liability. So if a Cyprus trust, the, Cyprus, the family trust is based in Cyprus, it, it's uh, taxed in Cyprus, it's zero uh, worldwide capital gains and inheritance tax. And that means you not only do you avoid those 40% inheritance tax or the capital gains taxes at 20%, you can also, also avoid probate. So once you've got a trust to administer the family assets, you've got joint control, legally binding, a separate tax residence and You've got no probate, so you've got no lawyers, nobody can interfere with the family business, the family property, um, etc. Now, there are tax issues around that, but one key point that 
we should all consider is that you don't need to own the assets necessarily to enjoy the benefits. Now, there's lots of tax around that, but my, my principal point is you don't need to own uh, a car to enjoy driving it. So you could go and hire a Ferrari for the weekend or hire Rolls Royce for the weekend and enjoy driving that without actually being the owner of the car. And it could be the same. So if you've got a property rental portfolio, that could be controlled by a family company or family trust. You can still get some income from that um, through the family mechanism in, in, in set up in the right way. Um, but you can avoid the probate and the inheritance tax by the way that you've administered that. Uh, you don't have to go to a, a professional investment company to manage your money and your investments and pay your income if the family organises their own assets and have their own investment trust in each other uh, to generate their own income and, and wealth going forward. So these are the issues that you can do. And these, these all stem from this first conversation that you have to make a will. And if you don't make a will, then you leave yourself open. It's a famous uh, non-league footballer in England who um, uh, used to do everything. So he was coach, manager, team, team bus driver, uh, kit man. And he famously had everything ready on a, a Friday evening for the Saturday game before he had a heart attack and died. But the football club, the game was able to go ahead and it went ahead in his memory the next day, even though he wasn't there on the touchline. That's what organising your future is about. We are going to die. We don't know when we're going to die. We've got a lot of panic going on in, in, in the world at the moment. There's a, a nasty uh, cold virus going around <clears throat> Europe, he says, coughing. Um, it's quite tough on everybody, but it's not COVID. It's not COVID. It's not putting people in hospital. It's not killing people. It's making people ill for two or three days. So in the past, when we, we didn't, we had colds and flus all the time, we could all fight them off. But at the moment, there's a, a tough, you know, COVID, and it, it, it's putting us out the game for a couple of days. This could affect everybody, but that could be a car accident. It could be a drowning um unlikely it could be a plane dropping out of the sky but different reasons different things happen we don't know when a diagnosis or an accident is going to befall us we can plan to live uh, a long time and we probably will but by making a will you're organizing your affairs your family business your family property your family wealth uh it is is taken care of across border and down generations and that's how a product partnership, we can help family and business uh, for expats living and working abroad. So wherever you're based, you've still got that principle of making a will. And if we make that will and make those arrangements, your tax residence of your company or your family trust um, can vary as long as you've got the wills and the administration in place. Don't forget that there's some countries, I forgot this earlier, so I'm putting it in the end, sorry about that, have forced heirship. You have to give the, the gifts, the, the, the estate to certain people. And that can exclude, again, stepchildren, first wives, second wives, uh, ex-husbands. So it, it's all important to avoid that conflict, that cost, that delay, and that loss to the family, cross-border and down generations, to make sure that you look 
and take care of your family going forward. I now have to go to the glasses, see if there's any questions that's come up. <clears throat> I've got no type questions at the moment, so I'm going to uh, conclude the, the webinar now uh, with exciting news. We've got our first question and answer session live with uh, for our retained clients. So product offer retained client service um, for clients who join from uh, £30 a month, uh, and that gives you uh, open access to um, additional information and, and consultant uh, discussions uh, throughout the year. So whether you're talking about a residency, a visa, a tax, a business, or uh, making a will on a state, we're available for, you, for our consultants and our advisors to talk to you and chat with you online or talk with you in consultations um, uh, available. And one of the services that we offer is a live question and answer where you can come on and our retained clients only, it's exclusive for retained clients, uh, can then chat by audio or video or, or, or message and ask questions and we'll answer those there and then. Okay, so it'd be a learning experience for us all and also you get those questions answered back. Um, so join us on, that's this Friday, a question answered for product retained clients. If you're not a member of, a, uh, you're not a retained client, you need to sign up before Friday, we'll get you an invite. Uh, and you, you sign up at productpartnership.co.uk uh, to click on the retained client service uh, and, and subscribe, uh, register and subscribe. Gives us a confidential chat line where you can ask questions of your advisors, book free reviews with us. Uh, and obviously one of the other things is, apart from the consultant reviews, it's a question and answer session uh, at the weekend. So without more ado, I think we're done now. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you'll watch again. If you're watching again and you've missed the, the question and answer session, join up as a retained client anyway, and we can engage and, and talk with you further. Um, if you need to make a will, contact us at productpartnership.com and, and we can have a free review with one of our consultants to discuss uh, your uh, situation for making a will for your assets um, uh, across border and down generations. Thanks very much for listening and we'll see you again next time.